Jazz, and I'm back with another episode of And All That Jazz Podcast. So, first, things first, Happy New Year. We are officially in 2022, and I had originally planned on having this episode drop last week, but Omarion got you, girl. Um, I flew to Houston for Christmas and spent six days there, and over the course of that six days, I was exposed and contracted COVID. So um, I am feeling better now. I actually started feeling better beginning of the week. Um, I'm just waiting on negative test results at this point. Um, Thank God for science and vaccines and boosters. I was fully vaxxed and boosted, and it was a mild case, which is what we're hearing a lot with Omicron. Um, So at most, I just had like a sore throat, congestion and a bit of a cough uh, but I was taking Robitussin and elderberry and vitamin c and cough drops and water and tea with honey and all that stuff like that so um needless to say I haven't had coffee <laughs> in like a week and a half because I've been drinking tea with honey black tea with honey as my source of caffeine um so I'm looking forward to that this upcoming week because <laughs> they're like stay away from milk and dairy when you are sick because of mucus and all this stuff like that and dairy does give me mucus and I'm even though I'm lactose intolerant and I drink lactose free milk there's still mucus that comes with it and blah 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 anyway anyway sorry if that was TMI um yeah I don't want to spend this entire episode talking about COVID but I do want to talk a bit about my experience with it and um talk a bit about what I haven't really seen discussed too much with it um so yeah like I said I had a mild case and I was asymptomatic I which call it took a PCR test and multiple rapid tests uh leading up to me seeing people so I took a PCR test before I flew to Houston and then took multiple um rapid tests when I was there to make sure that I was okay to see people and then just at just me being safe, like I did before I flew into Houston, before I left Houston, I took a PCR test with uh, Curative. Shout out to Curative. They have come through and changed the game in Houston. So many like appointments. And for those of you who don't know, Curative is like, they do testing. They do COVID testing. And I really wish we had something like that here in Nashville. Not to say that we don't have testing sites because we do. Vanderbilt and Meharry and I think there's another hospital are doing a great job with all these uh, drive-in testing sites and, and walk-up testing sites and stuff like that. But curative, ooh, the way they changed the game, and I think they're in other places too. I just wish we had them here in Nashville. Um, but I took a test on Monday before I flew out, and I got my results middle of the night on Wednesday morning, last Wednesday morning, two Wednesdays ago. Um... <laughs> uh the twin before the new year and um I had to let people know that not only had they been exposed but that I had it so I was sending text messages at like 2 30 in the morning letting people know hey I know I saw you on this date I have COVID get tested um and the guilt that came with knowing that I exposed my loved ones to COVID is something that people don't really talk about. Like the, I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily COVID shame because I feel like I, 
I did everything right. I wasn't like wild in any streets. Omarion just doesn't discriminate. Um, and it's easily transmissible. So, um, not to say that I'm not trying to shape people for going out and living their best lives. Not at all. However, um, I feel like I had done things. I'd done what I was supposed to do. I got vaxxed. I got boosted. I was masking up, blah, blah, blah. And I still got COVID. So, um, the guilt that comes with exposing your loved ones and, and possibly getting them sick, um, that that's something, in my opinion, that I haven't heard too many people talk about. So uh, that was real. And <laughs> it actually came up in one of my meetings and my boss was like, no, 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 no. She, she felt the same thing when she got it early on. And um, yeah, I mean, it's at this point, it's, it's not too much we can do. But know that that guilt is real, and that's something that I will definitely be talking to my therapist about when I um, have my session this week. Anyway, um, I'm not sure if you guys can hear it, but it is like a 90s R&B video outside. It is raining. Uh, I don't want to... It's weird that I'm transitioning like this, but I want to make this transition. So, weather in Nashville (laughs) is something else. Um... I experienced my first like snowstorm, like in a place of residence. Let me say that last week we, uh, it got down to, I think 11 degrees, 12 degrees. It was like with a wind chill, it feels like five. And I'm like, um, that's a single digit. Where's the rest of the number? But it snowed. We got like seven, eight inches of snow. Um, and because I was self quarantining because of COVID, I was not able to go out and enjoy it. But honestly, I don't know if I would have gone out and made snow angels. It wasn't deep enough for that, but it was really nice to see all the snow on the ground for like two days. It's just now melting because it's raining outside, um, or fully melting because it's raining outside. But I live right across the street from, um, Noble Park here in the Gulch and that was snow white for a couple days. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the, what, the bikes that you can rent, those were covered in snow. I had snow all on my patio. Like it was, it was really nice. It was cold, but it wasn't like too, too cold. Um, and it was, it was great for, it was a great vibe for me working from home. Cause that's what I did last week. Um, or this past week. Um, I work from home because like I said, I was feeling fine enough at a mild enough case of COVID that I could work from home. Um, and so I did that and I forgot how productive I, I I forgot how productive I can be when I'm working at home. I knocked out so much on my to-do list because there weren't a whole lot of distractions. I was, I wasn't being pulled 50, 11 ways, but the downside of that is I have not seen my property, um, in two weeks and over two weeks and I am really looking forward to seeing it uh, granted I uh, fingers crossed I get and I actually do have my fingers crossed fingers crossed um, I get a negative test results from carbon health which is what we use for work shout out to carbon um, waiting for that hopefully that comes in today uh, and I'll be back in the office this upcoming week so by the time you're hearing this episode this week, we'll see. I'll let you guys know if it doesn't or if I'm not. Um, but yeah, so the weather here, it's been something unique and I don't think I was fully prepared for it. Like I knew it got cold. Um, I knew it snowed, 
but I didn't, I don't think I had fully prepared myself for it. Like clothes wise, I bought a bunch of pullovers and joggers and I bought some thermals and, um, I bought another puffer jacket and got it monogrammed because yes, me, uh, but I didn't have like winter shoes. Like I didn't have boots, winter shoes, like winter boots. Um, I had rain boots, but they're like low and I don't think I would wear them with thick socks. I don't think I can wear them with thick socks. So I was talking with one of my girls who, um, now lives in California, but she had originally, when she originally moved from Houston, she moved to Portland and she had a brief stint there. Um, and she was like, Oh no, 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 you need winter boots. And I have another girl who lives in Indianapolis. She's like, Oh no, 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 you need winter boots. Like, even if it's not, um, snowing outside, there could still be ice and you want to make sure that you have like rubber soles and your feet are warm and stuff like that. And I was like, okay. They reminded me of a brand that I haven't thought about in years, Sorel. So, um, I ended up getting some Linux lace boots. They're these black, gorgeous black combat boots and they were on sale. And, um, I ended up getting a size 12. I'm not a size 12. I'm a size 10, but in high tops, I get an 11, um, because I just do. Um, actually most sneakers I get an 11 just for comfort, uh, because I like wearing them with thick socks, but on Sorrel's side, it was like, no, 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 they run small, <laughs> go up a size. And I'm like, oh, okay. So though I'm a size 10, I got a size 12 <laughs> in the boots and I don't know how I feel like that, but they fit like they fit. I tried them on with thick crew socks and they fit and I'm like, okay, cool. It is what it is. Um, I love these boots. I am actually looking forward to wearing them this week. Um, most days it looks like we're going to be in the twenties and getting up to the forties and fifties. So I have a few months of looking forward to, for, or a few months of that kind of weather. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to that. And these boots are going to be good for that because with the rain we have today, if the, if it doesn't get warm enough, ice will be on the roads and sidewalks and stuff like that. And part of my job requires me to do quite a bit of walking on our expansive campus. So, um, yeah, that'll be nice. I don't know why I just bored you guys with that. I'm sorry. If you want to skip past that, you can. <laughs> ah, I've been bored at home. I haven't seen people. Um, but yeah, so speaking of being bored at home, since I was at home, I got to watch quite a bit of stuff. So the week of New Year's, the week leading, so the week between Christmas and New Year's, um, was the week that I found out I had COVID. I came home and I was like, okay, cool. So, um, what do you do? Like you have all this time. I was off work. I was not working that week. I worked like four hours one day, but, um, I had so much time and, um, I needed something to do. So I read some books. I did some journaling and I finished watching Succession. So I'd stop, I'd watched the first like season and a half of Succession. Um, so I got made it through season, halfway through season two. And I'm like, you know what? Let me go ahead and finish the show. People have been talking about how good it was. I remembered it being good. Um, so I went back and finished Succession and that show 
white people, white, white people, white people. Written, let me strike that. Rich white people, rich white people. Um, the situations and scenarios in that show. One, I haven't faced too many of those. But two, the way they handled it, I would have never thought to do that. Um, and I love it. I love Succession. Um, yeah, I'm already looking forward to season four. I think they got greenlit for season four. So I pray to God it's coming back. I also watched Ted Lasso both seasons. And that was pretty easy to binge um, because they were like 25 minute, 30 minute episodes. Um, but I now realize everybody's upset. Like I understand everybody's obsession with it. Uh, and I kind of, kind of related to it. Um, so for those of you who don't know, and I don't know if this is spoiler alert at this point, because the show started in 2020 and season one dropped in 2020 and season two dropped in 2021, like summer of both years. Um, but Ted, is a coach from America who got brought to London to coach football, soccer, which is what football is in the rest of the world, um, at a soccer club, at a football club in, in London. And, um, he was brought over because the owner of the football club, um, her and her husband got divorced and she was trying to run it down into the ground and she kind of brought Ted over as a joke. Um, and he ended up being really good, like really good for the team, really good for morale and, um, ended up changing a lot of things. Y'all, this rain is loud. I don't know if y'all can hear it, but it is loud. Um, so yeah, I kind of related to Ted and there were moments in the show where I was crying. Um, when Ted was having his breakthrough moments, um, with therapy and, kind of like when he was having his um, moments of sadness when he first moved over and he was trying to get his bearings because it's kind of how I felt like we both made these huge relocations. I mean, I didn't move overseas, but we both made these huge relocations and uprooted our lives for amazing opportunities. And yes, we should feel so excited. And at work, we are super excited and we're able to put on a good front there when we go home we're like okay so what now because we moved to these places and we didn't have anybody there with us um so yeah definitely which call it related to him on that it was a really good show Jason Sudeikis is phenomenal I mean he's just a really good actor and everything I've seen him in um and then at the funeral scene at the end of season two, I'm not going to say who dies, but there was a funeral scene at the end of season two and they were singing Rick Astley's never going to give you up. Y'all, I was bawling like a baby, like a baby. And I don't know why, but I was. Um, so I highly recommend Ted Lasso. If you have not seen that, please see that. Uh, another thing I watched was Unforgivable on Netflix with Sandra Bullock and Viola Davis and um, uh, Vincent Diorfio, I pray to God, that's his name. He was on Law and Order. He was in this movie um, where Sandra Bullock served some time. She was convicted of murder of a peace officer and served some time and is now back in um, the free world and was trying to um, 
get her sister and see her sister and all the stuff like that. I'm not going to give the premise of that away or give too much about that away. That was really good. I cried when I watched that. Um, what else did I watch? I saw Spider-Man. I saw Spider-Man the opening week. That was really good, but that was before Christmas. And I feel like I haven't talked to you guys since then. Um, I cried in Spider-Man. I cried when all three guys came. Um, I cried when they got their act together and they figured out how they were going to fight the, uh, the bad guys. I cried when, I mean, I cried. I cried at the end when he went into the coffee shop and saw <laughs> Ned and MJ. Um, yeah, I, I cried and it was good. It was a good cry. Um, yeah. So there's that. Uh, but you know what's not making me cry? Elmo. I have fallen down the rabbit hole. And I feel like there are two different sides of TikTok. Um, so if you haven't seen it already, there's this clip of Elmo on Jimmy Fallon that's been floating around where they're making a dish. And they're saying these ingredients. And Elmo's talking like Elmo. Um, he's like carrots onions whatever and then he says balsamic vinegar and he says it in a way that's like oh Elmo's not only black he's a black man from New York <laughs> and so people are doing like this this TikTok um trend where where they'll say like they'll say the majority of the line and dress one way and then they'll like um switch to like not hood clothes but like traditional hood attire <laughs> for the balsamic vinegar line and be like yeah that's a lot that's a hard word for elmo um and then people were reminded that the man who plays elmo the man who voices and does the hand modeling for elmo is a black man from baltimore um and then we were reminded that sesame street was originally created for urban kids to learn um because we have to remember that they weren't given the oftentimes um inner city kids aren't given the same resources and tools in life as their um, affluent counterparts and um stuff that we take for granted like preschool education is not always available for them so pbs uh was able to green light get sesame street greenlit and you, we were able to see, kids were able to see um, kids who not only look like them, but monsters who emote and be able to learn that it's okay to have these emotions and these emotions are valid and um, see adults who talk them through these emotions and stuff like that. Sesame Street is wonderful. It, it's been wonderful and it's so great that we get to see these treats now. Um, but yeah, like we get <laughs> Elmo being hood <laughs> is a trend that's been popping up on Instagram and TikTok and I love it and I've gone down the rabbit hole a few times it's been very entertaining over the course of this self-quarantine period so um yeah I don't <laughs> want to ramble on too much but I did want to pop on and tell y'all one happy new year two I'm fine um I had COVID but um, I'm feeling a whole lot better. Shout out to science, shout out to boosters and vaccines. 
Um, three, I'm really sad that I missed the Martin Broussard concert. I was supposed to go see him right before the new year. Uh, and I did not because your girl had COVID. Um, but I'm really hoping that we get a handle on things because I am trying to go see New Edition and Jodeci. Uh, and then Maxwell, um, Joe and Anthony Hamilton, and then the Shadow Boxers, and also I'm trying to go to DC in March for Issa Rae's takeover at the Kennedy Center. So, fingers crossed, we get a, ha- a handle on things, and um, sort of plateaus at least COVID does for a while. So, we're gonna see, but I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. I hope that you are your new year is off to a wonderful start and I'll check in with y'all next time. Bye.